Hello, 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 and boo. I'm tickling my fucking toes. <laughs> and I'm Jamal, who will not be giving you an Aiden Zane. Um <laughs> boo. Child. She sold the shit off that tagline. Girl, well, you know, people always say Ada Zane should have been on Dragula, but here's my thing. I don't know if Ada Zane would have been ready for Dragula either. Yeah, no. Everybody, we're going to get into the shit with Dragula because I do think that um, it's important to recognize with Miss Dragula that Dragula is not just one thing. It is, you know, an amalgamation of many things. And it does mean that it's possible for you not to be ready or in a good space with your drag to be participating in this 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 competition just because you do something slightly on the alternative end of drag. Right, 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 right. And also it it requires some coins. So right. huh. Huh. you know well, that's, welcome. <laughs> that's, uh, pumping up there with a sweater with some um bow clips on it. on it. Okay. Right. <laughs> and only but so many times you're gonna snatch that pussycat wig, girl. <laughs> Because one thing these Dragula girls love is some motherfucking hair. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, welcome to Black Tar Roots Dragula Edition. We are a Blackly Black podcast where we normally recap RuPaul's Drag Race, but we decided to step, take a step onto the dark side, the glamorous mm-hmm. side, and the filthy side to review RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my God. I'm so exactly. conditioned to say, I'm so conditioned to say it. I'm sorry, Dragula. You're your own thing. So, it's not. Walk on the spooky side to do Dragula series season four. We've never covered Dragula before. No, it's not a and it's not a it's not a recap. It's a it's a boo cap. Oh, work! I love that. I said recap, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said recap. <laughs> so we're gonna boo cap. Oh, hold on. Work. We're gonna boo cap Dragula season four. So. This has been a long, uh, long time coming, waiting for this season to roll around. Yes. We had the resurrection special, which, ha- which happened over uh, the Panini mm-hmm. last summer, where the winner, Saint, won a chance to do more work in a competition. <laughs> Don't say it like that. She won a prize to do more work. Was there money involved? <laughs> yeah, she won money. She won a cash prize. She won a cash prize. And the opportunity to return for season four should she want to. So let's 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 backtrack for a second and and give the people some context, right, to Dragula season four since we've never covered it. And I don't know if folks out there may be listening just on the humble and not know of Dragula what Dragula, what Dragula actually is. is. Yeah. yeah. So tell the people what Dragula is, my dude. Yeah. So Dragula uh, is an alternative drag show, right? That's the way it is built. It's an alternative drag show. Uh, I believe it started around 2016. Um, They've had about three seasons (laughs) on three different platforms uh, because they started. Girl. (laughs) I love that for them. No, yeah, I love it because you can also see the progression because they they started full out on YouTube, right? You can watch, and I think you still can watch Dragula season one on YouTube. Sure can. Um, And they progressed to Netflix and now they're on Shudder, which is an app I love. Um, and the, the premise behind it, right, is to feature, showcase, and highlight, uh, drag that is considered outside of the mainstream, right? So, uh, the girls that initially would have a harder time getting cast on Drag Race, um, you know, usually get cast on Dragula, which is not to say that these are the leftovers, right? Right. Um, 
it's a situation it's situation same thing as, as all things right you have a dominant culture right or you have something that is most palpable palpable to the the masses and then you have the underculture right um and so it also comes out of uh the boule brothers uh who are the hosts of the show and the creators of the show uh used to have a long-running talent competition right right um where they queen call exactly where they will crown certain girls um and we see some of the former winners of those competitions coming on Dracula. And we also see a lot of crossover between Dracula and Drag Race, at least on Dracula's end, right? Because we've had like <laughs> Willem. No, since we had like, we've had Willem, Alaska, Fifi, all those people have come and been judges on Dracula. Right. And, and then we've also had a lot of icons of horror come in. Um, they Absolutely. had the Valak was mm-hmm. on there. And this, so this is a legit competition. This is a competition that comes with a lot of, um, well, a lot of huge clout. The Boule brothers are uh, really well respected. Um, if you want to learn more about them, get hop up on Miss Google. There's also a great episode of Hey Queen mm-hmm. where Johnny interviews uh, the Boulets. Um, I still wish that one of the Boulets were either taller or shorter, so they, they look even. Um, their looks are always next level. Yeah, they always look fantastic, polished. The mugs are stamped. Um, I've been watching Dragula since it's first started and you know consumed every single episode on youtube back when they were crowdfunding the prize right so it's been it's really nice to see that um they've copped up onto the scene with this uh, massive competition that already existed in la and now it's international because we have a, a performer who is uh from uh, hong kong uh, no from korea korea yeah participating in the competition this year um and I'm excited to get into the gist. We've had some really iconic winners out of the competition. Vander Von Odd, Season Putin, 1, Season Land 2, Insider. Season 3, which we... is... And, and, go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. No, finish it. No, that was that. I mean, I was going to... I'm going to... You know. Well, I would, I, would say that, <laughs> I would say that also with uh, the crowning of Land Insider... Um, yes what we have and even that season um that land decider was on uh we have another strong suit of dragula um and another place where dragula has kind of been in the forefront of of representation um because land this season we had uh, non-binary people we had uh yes. afab queens we had landon who's a drag king who won the show you know what i mean and landon didn't just win off of the strength of uh he's a drag no. king Landon won because Landon came to play. Right. Landon's a star. And Landon was also quite refreshing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very sharp in their performance. Yeah. And so um, there's an old adage about how the undercurrents of any society are important to the society because they help to push the society forward. Um, and I would apply that to Dragula, right? Because Dragula, I think the pressure of Dracula existing, but also the success of it, of its existence, Uh um, uh, I think helps to pave the way, right? For us to see uh, Victoria Scone and us to see even like a Gia Gunn, right? Or Sonique Mm -hmm. come onto Drag Race Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because Dracula has been there saying, this is absolutely valid too. And there's no reason why, you know what I mean? Like, these folks are being given um, a chance. Right. 
Yeah. And, and because it, it just the sheer amount of work, I mean, it's important for us to also acknowledge other luminaries that have participated in Dragula before. Victoria Elizabeth Black, mm -hmm. James Majesty, uh, Kendra Onyx, I think is fantastic. Um, tons of dolls who just turned, oh, Melissa B. Fierce exquisite participation on the show and there's just there's a, there's a lot of untapped art mm -hmm. that can be seen um through the avenue of dragula it ne doesn't necessarily mean that it needs to exist sheer exist through uh the necessity of being a competition to the mainstream competition but it exists as another avenue for us to see alternative and different forms of art that is also um much more inclusive I would say, in terms of what who is being allowed to be represented on the show. And you'll see this throughout when we get to the Meet the Queens. A common thread is community mm -hmm. and the ability to participate in this, this huge vehicle that is um, a melting pot of representation. That's what one of the uh, performers says. So I'm excited. I'm excited to also spend money on Shutter because I'm not a horror girl. <laughs> I know, so you think you're gonna shine here. I'm not a horror girl, but I do enjoy good drag and I do enjoy good referential drag that's creative. And that's what's always been exciting to me in watching um, Dragula. And then also seeing the performers who don't do, um, who do horror and filth in a different way. Because yeah. there's not always necessarily gore, blood, and guts. There's also there's the other tenets of this show, right? The mm -hmm. glamour and the filth. Yeah. So I applaud the queen too. And you know, you think about a meatball, who doesn't necessarily do a, a horror thing, but it is a part of the big camp and the big picture that is Dracula. Right. All right. Because alternative isn't exclusive to just horror. Correct. You know, we had um, uh, forgive me for forgetting her name. Uh, but the the anime girl from season uh, um, from three of season two, season two, Erica Clash, Erica Clash, right? And I loved Erica Clash. She's all right. She struggled a little. <laughs> bit. <laughs> she definitely struggled. She, she definitely struggled, struggled but I like what she did that was different because you know there's still there's still the school of the killer buddy mm -hmm. and the girls who do high fem. Right, 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 right. And yeah, so there's a there are places um where. You know, alternative has not strictly meant horror, um, and that those girls have found a place on the show and have succeeded um, in a lot of places on the show. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited. That, we say make sure you go and you support the other Dragula performers, and feel free to quote them and meme them just as much as you do any drag show. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So let's dive on in. Let's go ahead and meet the dolls. Yeah. Can we get us kicked off. Yeah, so season four, and season four is coming off of the heels of the Dragula Resurrection special, which have you, if you have not seen, you should definitely watch it because it was fucking exquisite. Um, and like we said before, Saint uh, from season was originally on season three. Uh, she came through and I think she gave a tremendous performance on um, the Resurrection special and she was brought back to season four in addition to a cash prize. Um, <laughs> the opportunity to come do more work. So anyway, um, our I'm first kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> our first queen this season is La La Zavaleta. and ooh, excuse me. I love that we have this in the same order because we are not reading it out in alpha order. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm going based on the order that it was on the YouTube. Um, yeah. So she's our first queen up. Um, she is. 
a queen from Mexico City, which I automatically went up for because I love uh, us getting influences beyond what is uh, available to us in the United States. Um, she is bald, but has these squiggly lines representing a wig, and she has these uh, upturned glasses. Uh, she's wearing a essentially like a mini skirt, but there are these uh, breast parts of the breast <coughs> straight up into points. I think that she looks great. Um, she claims to be a chameleon. She also references community a lot. She does give us some throwaway lines about her being a bitch um, and that life has made her a bitch um, and that there's kindness that she is hiding. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I that she was guarded. Like it was giving, it was giving like it was quite stirred in some places. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it also was um very much uh like there's a low level of uh tact on what she says, like in the ways that she communicates. She may be more blunt if I can. Yes. Um well you know the Dracula girls love to fight, so I can't wait. Child, talk about how season two opened up with a 30-minute fight. Baby. <laughs> I said, now, wait a minute. Are these girls going to get to the challenge? We've been fighting for 30 Out minutes. The break, there was like, bitch, put I just feel like we met on MySpace, and I don't feel like you're a fucking monster. And meanwhile, bitch, she's just, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> I was like, well, god damn. I'm just trying to be a center break. What's going on? Okay. And then it pours over into the next episode. I said, like, y'all bitches be fighting. Yeah, and then it came back in the final four episode. Then we also, the season three, uh, what's the bitch name? Uh, what's her name? Girl, there was several bitches. You need to be more But you know the one I'm talking about. Um, Madeline Hatter. Madeline Hatter up there. Oh, Miss Madeline Hatter. Yeah, running people think, off the goddamn show. Off the strength of Maxi Glamour, out, off the strength of that shenanigans and that <laughs> Fit that she threw, Maxie should have been safe. Because, <laughs> you know, Maxie was giving some stumbling blocks, but one, I have a crush on Maxie. And two, Maxie was at least professional. <laughs> professional. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this girl may be the one to give us some fights. What did you think of her? Um, I, thought she was, I thought she was cute. I enjoyed that she talked about the theme that I was hitting on immediately, which was creating this uh, space for the people, space and family for the people getting left behind. Mm -hmm. um, she did come off as quite strong and guarded, but you know, uh, there were some, I watched this in reverse order. So this is actually one of the last ones I watched. And this one felt like I had some of the more canned responses that you might get into get in this, but I think the look is fierce. Um, um, her, her scream was fierce too. I was, I was trying to rate all of the screams at the end. <laughs> well, I know who <laughs> I know who was at the end of your list. <laughs> she specifically said she doesn't scream. I don't know, scream, right. Uh, okay, okay no, girl. Right. You want to suffocate on that breastplate. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's see how it works. I, I love this. I'm ready for it. Let's yeah. Let go. So the next one is Hoso Teratoma. And um, mm -hmm. I know you're super excited to see her because she is our Korean queen. Mm -hmm. uh, my first my first thought was, wow, she looks fantastic. I love, love, love the faces as the breast. Yes. I thought that is genius. It is this sort of dirty clown demon thing. The makeup is exquisite. 
Um, I love that she started for you. Let me look at these pronouns right. Hold on. Yep, she her. Go for it. I love that um, she started doing drag from watching Dragula because Dragula's mm -hmm. not that old. So here we see that this type of drag and this uh, possibility and representation has reach. Yes. And I also know she about to give because I remember watching the first season of Dragula and the budget ain't what it is today. So for them to be bringing her over and say that the Lakita Inn or whatever that international ticket price was, I know this bitch probably gives. Yeah, so I mean... We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you keep saying that they flew her over. Maybe she flew herself. Uh, but isn't it pretty? Is it standard to participate in the competition? Wouldn't you have? Wouldn't they pay for their ticket? Child, they be like, look, girl. Okay, we usually do it up to this to this dollar amount. Oh, maybe that's possible. That's you possible. They coming for Korea, right? Your dollar amount is not. But also, they. I do one thing. I do uh, love about the Boulay brothers is they they stick to their guns in terms of uh, uh, the purpose. So yeah. I don't believe that they maybe put too much undue burden on this performer, especially we know what it is to be a performer. We lucky if we break even, right? For yeah. A show. So I do believe they maybe probably paid for it, but that's what I'm saying. Like if the when the audition video probably rolled, the shit's probably fantastic. Mm -hmm. They said, "Let's bring this girl over and let's have her play ball." Yeah, I mean, and I'm also excited because I think that uh, when we talk about like uh, horror and camp and all that stuff, we have a very like Western um lens through which we view these things uh yes. and i'm always excited to see uh when people are pulling references um from uh a, a, a position that decenters the west right and so right. she's talking about being in korea and a lot of her drag being uh specifically influenced by the yoki or the yogre um which are uh asian uh monsters and folklore um so I'm really excited for that. She also said that her name translates to little fuck in um in Korean. So that was that was uh Which is hilarious. Also my screen name on Grinder. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that's true. That's uh, that was, that's true. I'm excited to see her. She's um pretty high up on my interest list. Uh, yeah, same. there are about three or four queens that are like really high up on my interest list. Um you probably know one of them. And oh, because yeah, we don't text every day, but absolutely, <laughs> she's one. So, next up, uh, you know, oh, go ahead. You know what? I'm excited about. I'm ex I, I really cannot put a finger on who is going to do what here. You never listen in the beginning, nobody was counting on bitch putting to turn it out and win. <sighs> nobody was counting on Melissa B. Fierce to turn it out and win, Child, to turn see, it out and be in the top three. You live for all these girls that I was not living for. I do, though, because, I mean, it, that's what I was talking about earlier. It, you know, it, there is a chance to shock. Nobody was, uh, when uh, Dolly got sent to the house, everybody was gagged. When Dolly sent herself to the house. Well, she still got sent to the house. So, <laughs> <laughs> this bitch still went home, was exterminated. So, there's mm -hmm. still a chance for you to, hell, the fact that she even hit the bottom three. Yeah. There is still a chance to shock and uh, and turn the party and do something that people don't expect you to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so next up is Bitter Betty, <laughs> uh, who has a cute name. I like a lot of these names. Bitter Betty has a cute name. Bitter Betty is a trans queen. She uh, is very punk. She says she came up in here with $5 in her bank accounts. 
That's um, coming for drag queens. Miss Heidi in closet was nice and broken when she went to drag. Child, queen. yes, bankruptcy, honey. Um, when, I, when they talk, uh, Willow talk about the girls with cash and checks <laughs> on season four. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, she's giving me um a little, and I, I'm not saying it's just because she's trans, but she's giving me some um Priscilla Chambers energy. Uh, and really? in terms of just being like punk rock and seemingly from like the, I feel like the backwoods almost. Miss Priscilla was from the back fucking woods. Okay, Miss Priscilla is still in the backwoods. Okay, Miss Baby, TikToks. I said, girl, <laughs> where are you at? Child. <laughs> Is that a Howard Johnson? Child. <laughs> she did say she had my favorite wig. You you think she had your favorite wig? I fucking love that wig. I did not. It's big <laughs> and ratted. Working my nerves. I love the wig. I also thought the makeup was right. The makeup was right. It's um, very much so the um the misfits from um Jim and the holograms. <laughs> Yeah, the makeup was right. Um, she she did say that she was not scared of many things, but she is scared of snakes. And I was like, all right, so we're going to see some snakes in these extermination challenges. You know they'll do it. They buried them bitches alive in the first season. Well, I yeah, I mean, the extermination. <laughs> shout out to Dracula having these uh, waivers from who knows where. <laughs> off on just okay. Because like, we've seen bitches get stapled. We've seen bitches <laughs> jump out of planes. We've seen girls get buried. We've you seen saw, girls... You said you saw a bitch jump out of a plane because oh, yeah, the I other one was like, I'm good. Right. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but you know, the one the one extermination challenge that I did not believe, because I, I believed almost all of them, except for one. Which one? That electrocution one. I did not believe that that was actually happening for real. I don't remember that one. Which one, what season was that? That was the one that Madeline had actually went home on. Oh. Okay. I didn't believe that she was sitting up there getting um shocked with that much that many volts of electricity and still running around. Um but <laughs> I said, okay, y'all. And that's what I didn't want. I don't want them to get to the point where it's obvious that these extermination. We gotta play Russian roulette with an actual pistol. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you will have to jump into this uh, take of sharks. <laughs> Child. Um, but yeah, back to Bitter Betty. Um, yeah, she 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 was like mid-pack for me. I'm excited to see what she does. Um, I hope that she doesn't come up and give me uh, Priscilla Chambers energy because Miss Priscilla wore me out on her season. But yes. Get on to the next one, because that's your bitch. Oh, Mary Cherry. So I've been watching Mary Cherry for a really, really, really long time. And you know, I love uh, getting to see the performers progress and evolve. Mm-hmm. Mary Cherry, she says right out the gate that she is the mother of Brooklyn Drag. And um, that's always what I've known. I remember watching this series uh, talking uh, that talked to different drag performers, and they talked to Aja and Thorgy. And I'm not sure if they were Rue Girls at this point. But then they did one of Mary, and i never forget, because Mary says she used to pick up trade and drag. And she was doing her little interview at the uh, laundromat. I said, you go, girl. So she's also performed at DragCon, too. Um, yeah. First things first, I love this dress that she has on because it is attached to her earrings. And yeah, I, I didn't notice that very, at first. That's, that's cute. Yeah, because this is the also this is the most polished I've ever seen her. 
Mm-hmm. So and so my whole thing is like of uh, watching performers saying, God, I would love to see you and, and, and see you on Drag Race. I would love to see you on the show. But that's not the, you know, the goal for every drag performer, mm-hmm. period. But I always was like, I would love to see her on the show because I do think there is something about her, um, something about her that's a little crunchy that I enjoy. And I think that the rest of the world would enjoy too. Well, so she if is you're the not queen of Brooklyn, she said, yes. Brooklyn, well, yeah, right. you know, Brooklyn is known for crunchy drag. So <laughs> I'm interested in to see what Mary is going to do. Mm-hmm. She does not see from what I have known of Mary Terry, she has not been a horror girl, but she does fit some of those other tenets of Dragula. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what she brings to the competition. Uh, reading through some of the comments on some of the different posts about Dragula, a lot of other people actually aren't as familiar with Miss Mary Cherry as I am. I wasn't. When when you were screaming about her uh, when the cast list was dropped, I was like, who is that girl? I'm excited. I'm so excited for her to have this opportunity to show her art. She puts me in the mind of, and I'm, she puts me in the mind of Meeple. Mm-hmm. And I was immediately drawn to that campy, funny, humorous um, part of Dracula mm-hmm. and her as a drag performer. And there's a reason why Meatball be up on these tours with these other girls. <laughs> yeah, there's also a reason why Meatball used to have her Instagram um, <laughs> shut down every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Meatball... forget when she was. Uh, uh, go ahead. Child, Meatball stayed posting a picture of some go go boy's dick that fell out of his uh panties at the club. I said, My personal favorite is when she was obsessed with Kennedy Davenport's song, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or her um, or her obsession with uh Derek Barry, which I thought was hysterical. Oh um, my god, that was a good yeah. time. <laughs> yeah yeah so all and you know she now has she's a good person to go by and they put her on red carpets to do talking talking uh points so you know it honors sort of the legacy of queens like divine mm-hmm. um and the elviras of the world so i'm excited to see mary cherry on she has this uh cute group of, uh, from DragCon. she did uh it was a 101 Dalmatians number that i thought was cool also kind of crunchy but that's <laughs> That's that's part of her gist. That's a part of that's that funk that makes Mary Cherry so Mary Cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know her. Good on her. Her makeup looks great tonight. Yeah, let's see what she does. Um <laughs> that wasn't shady. So the next up. <laughs> this is gonna be shady. The queen of Nazi porn herself. Oh, right. Ooh. Um, Miss <laughs> Bubba Gums and Lollipops, uh, J. Joe Lee. So, here's here, here, here's the thing. Um, J. Well, she issued an official apology. Um, J. Joe Lee is coming into this competition, uh, being a former RuPaul's Drag Race contestant, which is something that we have not had on Dragula before. Um, and not only was she a contestant on season five, getting sent to the house by Miss Coco Montrese in a underrated lip sync, I feel too. No, uh, that's right. So excited. Audience, ugly. So excited by the Porter sisters. Um, because Coco ate that ass up. Uh, not so not so excited by Janet Jackson and Kaya. <laughs> no, not this time. Um, maybe uh uh she also, her former drag persona, I'm going to say former because we haven't seen J. Jolie in a while. Season five was a minute ago. 
Um, her former drag, her former drag uh, persona was uh, very much. Uh, I'm giving you Lisa Frank, um, and I'm giving you, you know, uh, Taylor Swift, teenage, uh, teenage white girl, and she, for a long time, was a Taylor Swift impersonator. So it is very interesting to see her pop up on Dragula. Um, and I know a lot of people have a lot of uh, thoughts about what she will be capable of. Uh, let's see how it goes. I, I'm excited to see, uh, cause I know Bob, uh, is going to be, uh, judge and I think Trixie. So I want to see if she's around during one of those times. When <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just cause I think it would be, it would be an interesting interaction. Like, oh, bitch, you here? Right. Yeah, um, you know, this is again puts me in the mind of like a Melissa B. Fierce. When Melissa opened, when they opened up that body bag, they were both the girls talk about being both confused and frightened that she mm -hmm. was in the competition. And while we I don't, don't know why was in dusty ass death drop, she was doing dips. She was doing every five seconds. Well, she still dipped her way to the third place, so, uh, to the second third. So, oh um, <laughs> who was her competition? Meatball. Um, it was Van Der Vaughn on. Um, um meatball uh, no meatball had already been eliminated at that point yeah but it wasn't ursula major oh frankie doom yeah frankie doom who was frankie in the doom. resurrection special yeah frankie doom frankie doom is a monster um i love that final floor show though because i really you know that's where you put you know nut up or shut up and i will give melissa be fierce this i don't remember which floor show it was but when she pulled that crucifix out of her pussy that was the that's what I'm saying. That's a that was the final floor show. You got it right up or shut up. <laughs> you better work. She hit that bottom one good time. And sit box, <laughs> she hit it one good time and she was in that wrestling, the glow competition. Mm -hmm. After that, so that's what I'm saying. There's a reason that J. Jolie keeps getting cast for things. <laughs> well, she's also good TV because we right. know from her her stint on uh drag race that she ain't afraid to um sit up there and be cunty. Her character, drag, this, this, I feel like she's going to give us um, slutty girl in the horror movies, mm -hmm. like real dirty, and give us like the dark side of the socialite, socialites, which she, you know, alludes to in the beginning of Her Meet the Queens, Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton. I wrote down uh, Shining Time Station meets Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> and she also talks again this this go this 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 running thread of family and having this opportunity to show um an evolved drag character and it, you know it reminded me of how fifi changed so much from her run on season four to all stars two yeah and was a totally different drag character so i'm not counting jay jolie out at all and what's about to go down over the last next couple weeks yeah we'll see her outfit is a is a cute like a uh, little white bondage bundy yeah, um, yeah it was real cute with a little blood so we'll see <laughs> this, um she made out with this little the little skeleton corpse uh thing little spine of that for her yeah whatever we'll see what she does <laughs> by the way this set that they have is fierce <laughs> mm -hmm, it is good it it's like an alley. It's also like an alley meets asylum meets mm -hmm. a basement prison and a Russian gulag. It's 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 fierce. <laughs> yeah. So who's next? Up next is Saints. Yes, ma'am. Who won the opportunity to win some cash and the opportunity to do some more work? 
So did you see? <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna ignore that because we I've already set you straight on that. I um, know, bitch, but you know I love bringing up old shit. Did you see the resurrection special? I said in the beginning of the episode, no. Oh, okay, I didn't hear you. Um, so Saint on season three went home pretty early, right? And she did not really stun, I would say, that much in season three. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but what I did notice is that she was a very pretty boy. Um, yes, and has a beautiful smile. Uh-huh. So when she popped up on the Resurrection special, I was like, okay, well, what is Miss Saint about to give? Because um, she was up against some stiff competition up in the Resurrection special. You had Dolly, uh, Victoria Elizabeth Black, Frankie Dune, um, Priscilla Chambers. She, so she was up against people who had made it pretty far in their seasons. Um mm-hmm. And then um, that one girl, that whatever, Doris. Um, Lourdes. You mean Lourdes? Lourdes, whatever, her. her Lourdes, Lourdes. Lourdes is Madonna's daughter. Lourdes is, I, I think Lourdes is actually great too. Her. Uh, Lourdes the, made La, Latrice's latex outfit. Girl, anyway, her and the girl with the nose, you know, I can't take them. So, um, just a Bora for the 15th morning time. <laughs> who won anyway, Alaska's drag pageant. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Miss Saint came through and turned it. Um, and she did it. And what I liked is that Saint is uh when she says in the Meet the Queens that everything you see her feature, she makes herself, she's not kidding. And she and what I like about it is that she, and I could be wrong, but she doesn't have like a hell of a lot of training in a lot of things. So it's not like uh Victoria Elizabeth Black, where this bitch, you know what I mean, is a special effects artist. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's just there was just this raw creativity. Like she had to do this ghost look, and she like uh, did some doilies with. Uh, she used doilies with a, a, a cloth and made this effect and painted the rest of her body black and just had like this outline of a ghost. I had never seen a ghost like portrayed like this. Amazing. And then um, in the final floor show when they had to perform a lip sync, she did this whole like. Uh, mod inspired vampire number where like the vampire uh consumed some blood but it was like a tab of acid almost and she like licked it and then went crazy and the blood was coming down but it was very like campy at the same time so Mm. she she is smart and she is creative and i'm excited to see her get a chance to feature some of that stuff yeah that takes you a long way in this competition your your creativity Um, i'm interested to see so a running thing I'm seeing through some of these performers is uh, almost su- slightly subdued. Not yeah. as over the top as I'm accustomed to. But, you know, what do we know about some of the weirdos? They're actually quite quiet. <laughs> They're quite quiet until they get up into the gig. And then, you know, all of those things, the, the artistry comes out mm-hmm. in their, as a performer. So I, I, I definitely clocked that for saying that this is certainly not a competition that relies a whole bunch on um, over the top personality, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm uh, the the look is fantastic. These bantu knots look exquisite. Mm-hmm. Whoever made that wig, you need your. Uh, I was gonna say your dick sucked, but you could not. You could also not have that part. So, whatever parts that you need suck, we're gonna make it happen for you. You need to be serviced. Yes, yes, with white gloves. <laughs> very very fierce. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see the same. I'm excited to see uh, more out of same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Saint, uh, former uh, love interest of Ada Zane. Um, 
Bush, he was. <laughs> they used to date. I know. They were bud buddies. Uh, so next up, speaking of quiet queens, is formaldehyde. Right, um, this is exactly why I brought that up. Uh, what I, but first of all, formaldehyde also has a fantastic look. It's this, it's this like zombie. Uh, look, caution myself using zombie too much, but demon nurse situation. The the talons are motherfucking syringes. The mouth is these, these overgrown, overgrown teeth needle situation. Um, I love that. From first of all, this name is also great too. <clears throat> is giving the way is, that it's spray leather it's face. Down. Huh? Is giving leather face. Yes, very that. Um, I love how um, formaldehyde through all of this makeup seems actually quite sweet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and she says that. She says she says you know I'm a very nice queen. I'm a very nice person. Part of why I like doing drag is that uh, the difference between my my main personality and then what happens on stage. Um, she says that a lot of things that she's scared of, she uses in her drag. So, you know, her nails are injection needles, but she's scared of needles. Right. Um, and she talks about uh, coping uh, with fear through being the fear. Yeah. And that's a really great point of view to come from uh, mm-hmm. in your, uh, drag, your drag character. Yeah. Yeah, so she she's good, and she also comes in the lineage of masked queens, which we've seen on Dracula a lot, um, from Yuska, um, y- Yavska, Yavska, uh, and yeah, I also really liked, and I was really sad when they went home. And your other girl, Monique Shay. Oh fuck you! No 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 no! You are not about to associate with her. Absolutely not. Ah uh, ah uh, ah! Uh. Yeah, girl. No. <laughs> Also, I need to correct us on some pronouns because I, I, I have the list in front of us. So uh, apologies for working on that. Uh, mm-hmm. Formelda goes by they, them. Okay. Drag. Okay, in drag. Okay. Yeah, so they, um, they're they awesome. They come in the lineage of mass queens who we have not seen do that well. And Yes, because uh, Monique and Shirley was wearing the same mask every week. <laughs> well, Monique needed to go home for other reasons. Um, Shout but- out Scarlett Adams. <laughs> But Yovska, um, yeah, Yovska didn't um, do that well either. Yovska made it what, like close to halfway? Yovska made it to, I believe, the Rock and Roll Challenge. Yes. Yeah. So we will see what what is in the cards for Miss Formalda. Um, because the challenge yeah. also the challenge also with the mass stuff is how do you effectively switch that up week by week? Um, yeah. Well, you know, you have different masks. Yeah, but you know, you saw, <laughs> you saw how well they worked out for Yoska. Um, well, Yoska was also too subdued because Yoska could if Yoska was a little bit bigger. What Yoska did was so interesting, I thought was really, really interesting. It was, but, it is, but it was so, so quiet. Um, and not to, and like quiet to the point where they were disappearing, yeah, and that's a problem in any competition. Yeah, and I mean the the other thing, and yeah, Yoska was allowing themselves. I think Yoska uh, was another person that got punked by um, Madeline Hatter. Child, Madeline Hatter was uh, right, <laughs> wearing them bitches out the entire season, <laughs> fucking fighting. <laughs> but Madeline is a really talented hairstylist. Yeah, she is. Shout out to um, Olivia Lux. Yes, well, who wore that wig out on that stage? <laughs> 
yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what it's it's something about Formalda that um they seem like they have a lot of tricks up their sleeve. Oh, I thought you were right. gonna say you were attracted to them. I was Loki attracted to them in the mask. Well, because yeah, they, they seem just lovely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, this person just seems so sweet. Mm-hmm. This is the person I'm excited to look at this season. Um, you know. I like seeing the duality of the quiet and nice, and then also this high spook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's get into it. Who's next? Our next performer is your favorite, and a favorite of mine too, actually, because this queen is a natural for the camera. Oh, we talking about the Oh, I thought you were about to talk about uh, uh, Astro. Oh, I think I skipped that when I was. I was about to say, girl, because Miss Astro gave me nothing. Um, That's but... why I skipped it. So, <laughs> I literally I was going through my notes. I said we're close to time, and there's one I can skip. It's that one. Well, um, Astro, real quick. Astro is the daughter of Dolly. Um, Astro is a musician. Astro has won one of the Boule Brothers competitions before. Um, and. Astrid, oh, that's important to note too, because a lot of the performers who come onto this show have won that competition. Yeah. Um, Astrid also, I wrote, reminds me of RuPaul, and I'll tell you why. Uh-oh. Because Astrid said, I am a musician first and a drag performer second. And it reminds me of RuPaul talking about um, her days of being in Wee Wee Pole and how really drag was just another means for her to get recognized. And then yes. it was the thing that took all. Um, but yeah. yeah. You know, I talk about that all the time too with myself. How I I essentially do drag, but I never considered myself a drag queen. I consider myself an MC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I'm starting to get booked for more things that were drag adjacent. Well, I guess I am a drag queen. It's very T Rex. Uh, no, we are not <laughs> asking the black performers to do "Slay for You" during Black History Month. No. <laughs> But in the sense that what I primarily do is MC, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so up next is Sigourney Beaver. And immediately a couple things that I love about Sigourney. One, the look is fantastic. This giant wig, I, you would know the reference before I do, because there is- Elvira. Is, is that, is that, no, is that Bram Stoker's Dracula's wig with, with, with that heart shape? Uh, yeah, so it's given a little like, uh, a little Dracula is also given, yeah, it's, it's more so Dracula, it's not um right. It's, yeah, Lola. I mean, in terms of uh, personality, it's definitely Elvira. Yeah, it's definitely like hits on uh, Lily Munster. But that wig, I think, is a little more more of a reference to Romsicker's uh, Dracula. At any rate, AFAB Queen, uh, right up out of Chicago. Yeah, the latest latex look is exquisite. It's it's like it's one part um, monster, one part intergalactic. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that she is an absolute natural when it comes on when it comes to speaking on camera mm-hmm. because not a lot of the girls are really really good at doing this meet the queen situation right how do I tell you who my character is and you get who I am in three minutes and well really less than that two and a half minutes and I get that immediately out of Sigourney all of the one liners high femme the, uh, she describes herself as high femme beautiful and seductive and I cannot agree anymore and looks she looks fantastic i love that she talks about wanting to prove that drag is for everybody 
And she says also that she's excited to participate in something that is bigger than her, which is again, that through line about how important this competition is to drag artists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so <clears throat> Team Sigourney, I'm gonna make no qualms about this. Team Sigourney. Yeah, um, yeah. She, she, the look is, the look, correct. The personality, correct. Um, it's just correct. And she also has given me this um, good mix. Um, she's riding the line between um, camp and horror. Yeah. And I live for that. And she seems like, um, we don't know yet, but she seems like um, she has a good knowledge of references in history, um, mm-hmm. which is important, um, especially when you talk about them as personalities, as right. opposed to, you know what I mean? Just like uh, figures that you look at. Um, uh, you know, another point, and this, I won't make a whole bunch of drag race references, but it's, you can't get away with, in this competition with making a ton of references to past seasons of Dracula. Mm-hmm. You have to know your stuff. You have to know it correctly. And you have to be able to pay attention to details. Yeah, because you can't just pop on here and say, is the bus still running and win the challenge? Right. Because every, you know, the, the you get your points every week from the floor show. Right. You get your points from whatever you've, pre- whatever you've uh, put together to present. And they're, they have a little bit more of um, like old the first season they like sent them back home and they would come back. Yeah, they were sequestered in a hotel. Them bitches were allowed to go back home. Okay, they were sitting up and they said, "Okay, girl, call your Uber. We're gonna reimburse you up to seventy five dollars, and we mm-hmm. talk to you later." No, they have like a work from space to prepare these uh, prepare. So you know, it, it's one part coming in with what you know and what you got, and then being able to execute it on the spot. Yes. Yeah. So um, I'm very excited for Mrs. Sigourney. Sigourney, I'll tell you right now, Sigourney um, Saint uh, from Aldehyde and uh, the one from Korea, Hoso, those are the people that I'm looking at. Um, We'll see what the other girls give too, but those are the people that I'm looking at highly. Also, bomb name. Okay, let's talk about it. It's very punny. We live. Right, so she's in Sigourney Weaver is a horror monster icon. <laughs> exactly. So I have I have Beaver Fever, um, and which is we, a song from the TV show Angry Beavers. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't. Beaver Fever, Beaver Fever. Ah. I don't really remember much about that TV show, actually. It was this TV show about these brothers who are also beavers. No, I remember that girl. Um, <laughs> but I just remember it felt like it was on for a long time and I had lost interest. So girl, what show isn't like that? That's like I was saying, this is getting out of hand. So the last uh, monster um, is Coco DeCane. Yes. Uh, Coco is also Oklahoma. And she is a breastplate queen, which I know you live for. She would um, suffocate on that breastplate, but at least I feel like what her proportions lend to this type of comp- this competition, right? <laughs> this big, buxom, that breastplate sexy, is control. right? Because she is clearly suffocating on it. Um, <laughs> clear, I said this bitch is gonna suffocate. She was sitting up there. I said, now I know a thing or two about titties to chin and titty to stomach, Ooh. girl. And baby, the, the titties are sitting up on all three of whatever chins that she might have. Um, <laughs> Very, very vampy, very, very sexy. Also, 
country down from Tulsa, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Okay, she is giving very much a homegirl. Mm-hmm. I would love to put her and Rajo here in a room. Girl, the key. The key we would have. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, um, her and uh, Saint just uh, were on Widow Von Du's Instagram page. That was Yes, cool. uh, yes they look beautiful. The, the melanin was popping. Also, uh, out of drag. Yeah, they're cute. They're very cute out of drag. Um, yeah, so they, you know, they're at the intersection of horror and bimbo, um, which we live for. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah, they said they were on just on the um, playground as a child swinging on the pole. Uh, you know, it reminded me of a, I, I was thinking about this story. We were talking about Spice Girls the other day. Mm-hmm. I was also like kind of a slutty little boy, too, because I surely had my tops buttoned down, unbuttoned down. And I distinctly remember a teacher coming up and saying, you need to button that shirt up. <laughs> well, I was not that. I was very saved as a child. Um, okay, Brenda. <laughs> I never forget. It was like, it was, I think it was, it was, oh, was it first or second grade? I just don't, the, 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 listen, I was ready to put the titties out very, very early. <laughs> um, yeah, and she also claims that she um, full on came through TSA with her titties on. Because she couldn't get a bit of back. <laughs> so, As you should. <laughs> I you hope should. it was. I hope it was. It was with no makeup. It was just <laughs> like, <all> right, <laughs> right, right. like in the boy clothes with the titties <laughs> and a hoodie. Girl, that is putting the seatbelt. Have you tried to put? Uh, uh-uh. let's. <gasps> I have a lovely rat too. Not quite the size of hers, but I do have a lovely one. It is yeah, not easy so- to put a seatbelt on with them titties on. <laughs> So we'll see. We'll see how she does. I hope that it isn't giving Kendra on it. Um, wow. What? Kendra was a girl that came in and, you know, it was give us something and, you know, it didn't give what I think Kendra wanted it to give. So then she went to the house. Sashay Shantae. Wrong show. Um, I can still say Sashay Shantae. <laughs> so that's all of them. What do you think of the cast? What do you, what do you, what do you? This is going to be good. This is going to be interesting. I'm um, one thing Dragula has done for me is to continue to broaden my knowledge of um, different types of drag mm-hmm. and different types of performers mm-hmm. and what they look like, mm-hmm. and then also what uh, to expect the unexpected. So mm-hmm. I'm walking and say I'm about to say that I'm walking into this with um, no huge. Like I have some favorites out of the girls, out of the performers, but I'm ready to have my mind blown. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to have my mind blown, and that's what they come. That's what you come to participate in this competition to do. Yeah, you know, ain't no playing safe. Ain't a little bit of blood. It's a lot of blood. <laughs> so work. What about you? How we feeling? Yeah, I told you. I told you. I told you. Who I'm looking forward to Sigourney, Oso, Saint from Out of High. Um, Mary Cherry. You know, she'll be there and I'll see, I'll check her out. Well, you know, um, I like to hold on to an underdog all of the time, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it's a good season. I think that it was well worth the wait. Yeah. And I'm glad, to, it's good to see them really um, continue to grow their legs. Yeah. Right? You know, it, they their uh, emergence as this international competition <laughs> was quite timely and we just have continued to see it evolve and grow into what it is today and it has clearly become a beacon of hope for tons of other 
performers who may not necessarily have another platform to participate and show the world what it is that they can do and what their artistry is. So yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Boo booby doo. So well, I, that is- I can't wait, girl. This comes out tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Dragula airs Tuesdays, which means our reviews will be up on Wednesdays. Yes. Yes, and we're going to also take, uh, there's a lot, never mind, I'll talk about this later in a separate episode. Um, well, that was this week's, uh, do you have a, let's talk wig of the week. Wig of the week. Sigourney, period. Favorite wig. Sigourney, favorite wig. period. Favorite wig. Girl, how many times you want me to say it? Sigourney, period. I just like saying favorite wig. <laughs> favorite wig. Dive on it. <laughs> Least favorite wig. Um. Uh, what's the girl's name? Astro. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> I really, really loved um, Bitter Betty's wig. Yeah, I know you like yeah. them kind of wigs. I like Bitter Betty's wig. I like the Bitter Betty's costume. I thought that was fierce. Um, yeah, work. Let's do this. Yeah, we are entering our fall season. Uh, if you have not checked us out on Instagram, you can, and you will see our running weekly schedule. Or you can just head over to Twitter and talk to the surprise uh, host of the Twitter. You won't know which one of us it is. Um, yeah. We are in our spooky era, and I love that for us. <sighs> our spooky era, right. Mm. Did I tell you that one was Justice Kennedy Davenport for Halloween? <laughs> I've been thinking about all day about how to make this costume. Get a bodysuit, um, throw some shit on top of it, throw some more shit. Yeah, that's yeah, I know, but that's easy. I want to like you know. You should dress up as Kennedy Davenport from the um, Hello Kitty ball. Is <laughs> that a bad idea? Actually, <laughs> well, what I wanted to do was do for my um, um, after a night of hooking, and then I wanted to build speakers into the booths and just have that part just playing on rotation. Mm-mm. Do Kennedy Davenport from the Hello Kitty ball? No, I'm gonna do um, Hello Kitty from. Uh, I'm gonna do Kennedy Davenport from the Bitchler. You should do Pearl from the Hello Kitty ball. That would be uh, easy. Yes, and then get the chop like she should. <laughs> Pearl didn't get the chop like she should have. <laughs> I didn't want to just, I didn't just, wanna just take a whole bunch of Hello Kitty stuff and throw it everywhere. It's kind of tacky to me. Looks at Alan Chosky. <laughs> Was that a read, Pearl? Right. Maybe. <laughs> All right, girl. Bye. Bye, everybody. Oh, I want a chicken lollipop. Ugh, this sounds disgusting. <laughs>